and welcome. While teenagers and children have largely been spared the ravages of COVID-19, they haven't been unaffected. The pandemic has exposed many children to trauma far ahead of their time. School closures, cancelled school farewell parties, separation from friends, no birthday parties for the little ones. For us adults, it's a small price to pay to save the lives of thousands. But for children, it's life as they knew it. The best years of their life suddenly thrown into chaos. Many have struggled academically with the changes and are having difficulty catching up. Some lost their momentum and motivation to do well in school. Still others are recovering from grief associated with the death of a parent, a friend or a loved one due to COVID-19. Some struggle with the guilt of passing COVID on to their live-in grandparents. Today on Children's Day, we're putting the focus on children. As we enter the COVID-19 recovery phase, Let's talk about the role of various stakeholders in educational systems, namely teachers, principals, parents, policy planners. The role we have, the media, in helping children adjust to a new normal. Joining us now, first and foremost, is our uh, Kabir and Sumer Sharma. They're students, uh, 12-year-old twins who study at uh, Boston Valley School in uh, the national capital. Uh, thanks for joining us tonight. Uh, I know I, I won't say it's a school night because I know schools have been cancelled. But really, I want to ask you, with COVID-19 infection rates constantly fluctuating, schools and governments, they've debated, they've hesitated, they've grappled with the decision to reopen schools for in-person learning. So, Sumer, uh, first to you, finally, after 19 months, schools were to open in Delhi. You were going back, going to be back at your desks. Now, again, schools are closed over pollution. Do you feel like a yo-yo? Um, yes, and thank you for having us. Um, I really do agree that our life has really been going, you know, to and fro. And about the whole situation, I really feel that we were really like excited, first of all, to really go to school. But then suddenly, because of the pollution wave that hit Delhi, we now have to stay at home and work online. But I'm really just disappointed. It's very sad that some people have to burn crackers and the stubble burning is happening currently and we have to suffer during this time period. But yeah, I'm still keeping up my hopes up that in the coming weeks we can attend school. And Kabir, what about you? What was it like to think that you were going to go back to school finally and then sometimes there's school, sometimes it's online, sometimes it's pollution that's shutting schools. How do you feel about this? You know, I was super pumped to go back to school. You know, the opportunity to come back to school after 19 months. I wanted to grab it with both my hands. And I have to say, I had a brilliant time in school um, for the short period, how much ever we stayed. And, you know, it just reminded me what school is actually all about. You know, socializing with the teachers, friends, and, you know, the interactive atmosphere in the classroom, back chat with friends during the class. You know, and I'm extremely disappointed because this isn't just expect, uh, affecting my schooling. It's affecting my sports too because, you know, I, I, I'm a cricket person and um, I've not been able to practice for the past 19 months properly. So, yeah, I'm, I'm quite sad about the situation. Tell me so, a little uh, bit about that. I mean, I know for kids, of course, being locked in the lockdown uh, was extremely frustrating. But I can imagine for an athlete, uh, someone uh, even more so, can you talk a little bit about uh, how did you cope? Were you dejected? Did you miss out on training? No, you see, the thing is that I have, I'm trying to keep fit. You know, I'm trying to play some tennis ball, cricket, um, and, you know, try, trying to be ready for the situation whenever I can play cricket again, trying to, you know, become fit and 
get ready for that time okay wow a lot of resilience both of you have shown really there's a lot for all of us to learn from you both thank you so much for joining us on we the people tonight well i want to go across latika gupta she's a, a professor of education at delhi university who's worked on a report on stressed out children during the pandemic led lockdown uh, latika gupta you conducted a research study in low income urban communities in mumbai and thane uh you know giving us a different picture from uh, the students we just spoke with from uh, delhi and your study was aimed at understanding the cognitive and socio emotional challenges faced by children during the covid-19 lockdown what were the insights or the findings of the study or the learning for you latika i think you need to unmute Latika we can't hear you can we just double check Okay let's let's uh, disconnect with Latika and come back to her uh, we have Dr Pooja Shivam Jetli she's a clinical psychologist uh Dr Pooja Shivam Jetli to you you know during this um, pandemic the physical health needs of the most vulnerable often took priority rightly so over the mental health needs of others right but now we're 2 years on and do we need to be concerned about the long term mental effects uh, on youth teens and children roop unhone ek bharat ka diya jisme ki sorry uh, yeah uh if i were to put it then i think the pandemic it has is more mental than physical while we are at risk with the virus i think the mental health of people across all ages is deeply impacted and it will have a far reaching impact first affected our children whose growth and development depends on certain experiences which they are denied because of social isolation hmm. very young children who probably need to learn social skills who depend on peer and social interaction are locked up the concept of school for them is just a screen they don't have a routine of getting up getting ready they are denied of certain experiences in your introduction you very rightly put it that you know children are being being denied their experience of the school ending the farewell parties children are denied of the first day at school the first bag that they would buy the bottle they would they would carry and and so on and so forth um more than that i think a lot of children who probably are born and during this time for them the world exists with masks i mean i'm seeing a lot of children who probably take consultation you know for various behavior reasons uh, their parents say that they probably are able to say one of the few words as mask or are able to identify a sanitizer bottle um adolescents are suffering because probably their need to form an identity is hugely compromised uh because they're not getting any peer interaction and that is one very important source through which they shape their world view they shape how they think about themselves and who they are so i think it's it's uh, like the virus does pose a huge physical um you know uh, uh threat to us i think the mental threat or the threat to the mental health is far reaching and uh, i think and the grief the anxiety yeah. the depression the children have experienced during Absolutely. the pandemic are we seeing Absolutely. that are we seeing that welling over into classrooms whenever you know they reopen but are we seeing like more disruptive behavior in many younger kids or 
uh, while i mean are you seeing that in your uh, patients or parents who are coming to you absolutely absolutely i think the the most commonly expressed is lack of routine disturbances in moods sleep uh, sleep is hugely impacted so are the eating habits uh, too much of screen time leading to certain behavior changes uh, children playing too many games too much of screen time leading to certain obsessive behaviors um restrict restriction in terms of meeting other people seeing so much of uh, you know unpredictability around has increased the anxiety uh, children who probably and and even the underlying mental health concerns which probably existed in certain children and adolescents is probably being expressed or is is uh, you know coming out in a different manner and it's becoming very challenging even for clinicians like us assessment of children for various behavior emotional and learning concerns is becoming a challenge mm-hmm. because we don't know if it's the effect of this two year of uh, you know being socially isolated or is it something which has existed in them uh so yes a whole lot of i mean it's they they are challenges of various various forms and uh, mood behavior sleep um uh, appetite eating disorders all of these are very very significantly reported well a uh, whole that th- thought doctor i uh, you know for mental stress do we have latika back on okay so i just want to bring in latika but before that uh, i was just thinking that you know for mental stress uh to a loss of a loved one we as a nation we grieved collectively but not everyone has had the luxury of monetary streams to support our families i want to go across to sonika chhabra she is the director of the roo foundation it's a where uh, a foundation through which she teaches children from economically weaker strata spoken english and teaches them the ways to live in society with uh, with uh, confidence sonika uh Thank you of course so much for everything that you've been doing with these kids but what have you noticed uh, about these children specifically when it comes to stress and uh, um, you know anxiety uh, these children I'm sure have seen and experienced hardships possibly parents losing jobs and that's also likely to affect them including their their self esteem what what have you experienced over the last few months uh, of working with them these kids have gone these kids have gone through a lot of misery lot of misery when i started to teach them there were few they were so underconfident and they have seen such tough times the parents lost their jobs the parents could not give them two square meals so they were confined to the small cubicles and uh, then there was a stress then online classes started they did not have their uh, tabs with them so and they did not have uh, anything to eat and the children uh, and the girls were forced to drop the schools so many girls uh, took up small domestic jobs and uh, it was miserable they lost their esteem their uh, they stopped they could not study they could not retain they could not memorize they've stopped they've forgotten whole uh, process of learning so it's been very very tough very very tough and uh, you know i try to uh, uh, boost them i try to teach them but these kids have gone through hell and they've seen so much of suffering they've lost their near and dear ones either both the parents have died or one of them oh. so these kids have gone through so much of trauma that i can't explain it to you so no. i feel small things which we can do for them and we all society can do for them it's great 
Sonika, you know, I was smiling when you were saying all of this, but really it was because I was looking at those videos of those kids. They seem so happy. So what happens now if uh, MCD schools uh, reopen? Will they continue with the program? No, they, were so they were so happy that the schools are opening. They said, Didi, our schools are opening. I said, Bita, if you tell me that I'll come at 4 o'clock to teach you, I'll come at 3 o'clock to teach you. But again, today, when I went to celebrate Children's Day with them today, they said, Didi, school fir bandoge. I said, koi baat nahi. Ab masti karenge, maza karenge. We'll uh, learn, we'll have fun while learning. So it's been a very tough journey for these kids. And you know, just a request for all the people, my friends and people who are watching this. You know, please come forward and share your love and goodies with my kids. You know, they've seen, they've gone through hell. So I would request all Delhi people to come forward and help my kids. Do what little, what what little you can if you have more than you need right now. Thanks yes. so much, Sonika. I have Latika back on. Latika, I was just asking you uh, before we had those tech issues, what the findings of your study were. See, we were wondering that uh, government used television as a source to push people to stay at home. And then there was this market agency, Nielsen, which found out that there was a 300% rise in viewership during the midday. So anybody could understand that children were watching a lot of television and what were they doing? Other government's own data and sources are already revealing that online education is a, is a luxury. Uh, not more than 20-30% of India have had access to it. So what were children really doing? That curiosity took us to the study and we found that it was a very stressed out childhood in the sense that uh, there was violence at home. And what children were largely doing uh, in the name of watching TV, but they're watching violence uh, on TV. They, they reported that they had started to like crime shows, horror movies. So there was violence on screen. There was violence at home. Uh, UN for Women had already declared a shadow pandemic that women in homes were experiencing heightened violence. What else was happening? There was food hardship. There was fear. Children were scared because there was parental unemployment. Their parents were stressed. They had to borrow money. They had to put their jewelry on loan with, with financial hardship, with food, with hunger and no, uh, no opening inside that what is going to happen. Plus a lack of understanding, like almost 50% children in our study told us they didn't understand what was virus. They didn't understand COVID-19 or Corona. Yes, they had a superficial understanding that we are at home so that everybody doesn't get the infection. We are safe. But what is it? So ignorance leading uh, to fear. I mean, ignorance and fear getting combined up. They, they were scared that police will hit them. They were scared that they will die if they catch corona. And that's how we figured out that if you are watching crime, if you are experiencing, witnessing crime, and you are dealing with something that you don't understand, because who could have taught them? Who could have helped them understand? They were teachers. So the space of knowing, of understanding, uh, the space of raising curiosities, inquiries, that space was completely closed. Mm -hmm. We kind of negated childhood by dealing with pandemic. And that's how we have to say 
what was usually nowadays known as uh, prime time is crime time we should we will have to say that you know pandemic time has been a crime time for a large number of children it's horrible that you say yeah, i was listening it's a stressful childhood i mean and horrible the way you're describing it it's a it's a terrifying cocktail mixture of all of these uh, aspects that these young children have to deal with uh, at a time when they shouldn't have to be dealing with all of this but i don't know if you heard what sonika chabra was saying and did you see that also like she talked talked specifically about how boys and girls were affected differently was there in uh, you know internalization of expected gender roles or anything like that visible in your study Oh yes 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 we found a, a massive gender difference in the experience of children like girls reported household drudgery um, much much more than boys we had asked them their routine during the pandemic when they were uh, at home and they mentioned uh, household chores they mentioned sibling care they mentioned other activities they boys were still going to some kind of tuition girls were not going mm. so a complete snapping of uh, learning spaces of knowledge spaces of intellectual stimulation and almost like a regendering uh, of girls into becoming a woman so all the advantages uh, in a sense the steps forward that we had taken over the years we seem to have gone back we seem to have regressed it's going to take years maybe another decade now again to go back to that sonika hold on i want to bring in sudha acharya because what do we do then right like what what happens next she's been she's chairman of the national progressive schools uh, conferences and a member of the delhi board for curriculum reform on the curriculum reform committee uh, sudha you know being out of school for almost two academic years okay. children may have forgotten a lot about foundational knowledge is there are there pressures that schools have of trying to make up for lost time in the last year and are schools struggling to make up for learning loss of course uh, when school reopened uh, first november uh, for primary i mean from uh, for pre primary to class 8 we could see that huge amount of learning impact even though we all are uh, making best effort to breach that gap towards a sustainable or equitable inclusive learning opportunity for all but we could see that huge amount of learning loss so uh, this is a recovery period uh, we thought that so immediately we did not go back to cognitive learning of course because there was so much socio emotional learning to take care of mm. because these children have gone through hell as uh, latika professor latika was speaking about through grief through loss of a loved one uh, domestic violence parents losing love as uh, a job and even uh, both the uh, parents going for work and leaving them alone at home so exposing them to risk behavior you know uh, mm. substance abuse peer mm. pressure all these things we have seen mm. so when they came back to school of course uh, senior students at the drop of hat they wanted the stage to express their emotion they wanted to celebrate each and every occasion you know the young ones also we took them for music dance and provided them opportunity to uh, to just come out what they felt like how they want to express themselves 
So to vent out, that is one opportunity we were providing. But we saw a huge amount of learning opportunity because when uh, student and teacher engagement takes place physically, reciprocal, mm. then of course that is the most important predictor of success. Because children they coordinate, they consult, they communicate. Uh, of course, they but of course we would rather keep our malls open than keep our schools open somehow. Yes, schools are a very low priority for our administrators. I want to bring in uh, Divya Kapoor, Sar. Sar-, Sar- Dana. She's a parent from uh, Punjab. Uh, Divya, I know your story. You're very stressed about sending your children back to school. You're nervous and you want to wait for a vaccine for kids, which I don't know when that will happen in India. But I want to ask you, have you thought about, uh, have you also worried or stressed about whether your stress gets manifested onto your kids, gets transferred to your kids? Hi, good evening. Well, I have to say that the last two years have been very challenging for all of us as parents, as children. And, uh, you know, like they say, man proposes, God disposes. Who knew we'll be hit with this pandemic? But having said that, I think the fact that we've all as parents slowly and steadily got vaccinated in time, the fact that our kids are currently with us, uh, it's a great sense of, um, you know, satisfaction and strength to have your kids with you. So, yes, the stress levels initially were very high. But in time, they've sort of calmed down and, uh, you know, you have a sense of uh, grip of the situation, whatever little that we know of the virus. So, yes, I think in t- I think things have become slightly better. Okay. Uh, we have a two. Uh, we have a Prajita Gautam joining us who's the president. Uh, let's get some audience reaction. Maybe Aprajita and uh, Saurav Chatterjee can uh, just give us a quick reaction. Aprajita, you're the president of the Delhi Parents Association, correct? Uh, similarly, yeah. I'm sure uh, parents have a lot of stress. Uh, do you guys talk about how you think your stress uh, you know, affects your kids or your kids pick up on it? Uh, thank you. Look, the parents stress after reopening these schools यहाँ पे दो टाइप का स्ट्रेस आ रहा है नंबर वन जो ऑनलाइन और ऑफलाइन का इशू अगर मैं बात करूं अभी तो ठीक है दिल्ली गवर्नमेंट ने अनाउंस किया है फॉर अ वीक जो उन्होंने हॉलीडेज ये सॉरी ऑनलाइन क्लासेस का अनाउंस कर दिया बट इससे पहले जो स्ट्रेस था पेरेंट्स को कि यहाँ पर ऑनलाइन और ऑफलाइन का इश्यू था जहां पे दिल्ली गवर्नमेंट ने बोला था कि हाइब्रिड लर्निंग के थ्रू पढ़ाया जाए बच्चों को बट दिल्ली के मोस्ट ऑफ द स्कूल ने ऑनलाइन क्लासेस बंद कर दी अब वहां पर ये देखिए जो बच्चा ऑनलाइन क्लास नहीं अटेंड कर पा रहा ऑफलाइन नहीं जाता तो उसकी ऑनलाइन क्लास भी नहीं हो रही तो यहाँ पे स्ट्रेस लेवल बढ़ रहा है बच्चों का क्योंकि वो मिस कर रहे हैं क्लासेस जब उनके पेरेंट्स उनका कंसेंट नहीं दे पा रहे हैं ड्यू टू दिस थिंग यू नो दैट अभी बच्चों को वैक्सीन नहीं लगा है तो हम बचे कैसे हर पेरेंट्स के दिमाग में एक बात है दूसरी बात यहाँ पर एक और मेजर इश्यू चल रहा है जो मुझे ऐसा लगता है कि ऑल ओवर इंडिया चल रहा है फीस का जो इश्यू चल रहा है आज ही इनफैक्ट मैं आपके साथ केस शेयर करना चाहूंगी ट्वेल्थ क्लास के बच्चे को आज स्कूल की तरफ से नोटिस आ गया उसको ऑनलाइन क्लास से निकाल दिया अब आप समझ सकते हैं जिसका प्री बोर्ड का एग्जाम है आफ्टर टू डेज सिक्सटीन सेवन के एग्जाम है आज उस बच्चे को अगर निकाल दिया जाएगा 
Uh, thanks for having me on the show. It's a pleasure to be here and uh, to hear everyone uh, speak about children. I think uh, especially today is a very important day for us, uh, all those who love children. And, uh, you know, my, my organization works a lot with kids. We do grassroots development in sport. And it's just been heartbreaking to see what the kids have gone through in the last two years. Uh, because uh, these are talented kids, kids who had dreams of becoming top athletes for the country, winning laurels for the country. Absolutely. And having worked closely with them, I knew that a lot of them had the potential to do so. In fact, uh, to give you an example, one of the one of the girls who uh, our British coaches had earmarked for uh, a great future, a short putt champion, she, she's given up because she just didn't get a chance to train. She just didn't get a, a chance to compete. And at the age of 15 or 16, you know, competition and training is so important. So crucial. And uh, peak, they I just guess, as an missed athlete. out on it. And we had so many calls from so many of the parents because our programs uh, weren't allowed to carry on. Either uh, the authorities weren't allowing any sport or the sponsors. I know. Ironically, again, parks were closed. While abroad, uh, people were encouraged as long as you can hang out in open spaces. But in India, we chose, we said, just keep our parks closed. And again, like we chose to open our malls and restaurants first. Uh, Quickly, Dr. Uh, Pooja Shivam then, um, if you can just 30 seconds, ma'am, what do parents do? Parents are incredibly stressed. I was asking our parents on the show, how do we try, you know, um, to contain that without affecting our kids? I think most important word for parents is manage your stress because children will get stressed and will see you and and behave in the same manner. That's point number one. Point number two, maintain a routine, do some fun activities. And my last line for everyone, human behavior is highly adaptable. We always look for possibilities in the face of limitations. That's what we did in the last one and a half years. I think that's what we need to do for the coming years. Thank you so much. Uh, it's, you know, in the end, uh, hope we can build resilience in our kids.